0: Episode 34, Guns, Guitars, and Barbells, Two Tools Talking About Three Tools. I'm Josh Thompson. And
1: I'm Colton Morrow Merrill.
0: And this evening, we have John Cito joining us for the podcast. Uh, he is a local firefighter. Um, and if any of you are actually wondering or thinking about becoming a volunteer firefighter, go to kvfd.net, uh, check it out a little bit. I'll have some details on that.
1: And uh, before we get into it, let me tell you about birdies and brews. Birdies & Brews provides three state-of-the-art golf simulators loaded with high-tech sensors that provide golfers of all levels the best experience possible. You can play any of the 70 premier courses from Pebble Beach, Old St. Andrews, or Whistling Straits, or work on your short game while playing party games like cornhole, beer pong, or darts on the simulators as well. If you're looking to up your game, get great technical feedback like ball speed and flight path by using any of the 10 driving ranges. They offer hourly tee times, multiple leagues, corporate and holiday events, and much, much more.
0: Uh, Another tidbit on that. Uh, If you guys are finding uh, a calling to go to the golf simulator there, birdies and brews, don't be shy to use our code GGB. You get $5 off each hour that you sign up for. Uh, Yep, code GGB, all caps. Just tell the person up at the bar or Tyler, the owner, whoever Uh, you want to tell. What was
1: the code? GGB. All what was that? A little louder, son. I can't hear you.
0: GGB. Okay. Are you
1: saying G-G-B? GGB? Son, a little bit louder. It's hard. G-G-B. I'm hard of hearing.
0: You. You're getting on
1: my nerves. <laughs> that's part of your. That's part of your thing. All right. GGB for five dollars off
0: I'm per hour. Jump
1: across this table. Stand on the box. Stomp your feet. Start clapping. Got a real good feeling. Something so right? better. So
0: All right, we're rolling. Hey, John. How's it going?
2: Good. How are you doing, Josh? Pretty good.
0: Mm -hmm. Welcome to Guns, Guitars, and Barbells. Um, We're happy to have you. Absolutely. Uh, We want to learn more about you. I mean, I already know everything about you, John, but we want to learn more about you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, where you're from, what you do, what your hobbies are, mom's maiden name. You don't have to do that, but...
2: yeah, I don't want to give away my... Passwords for everything so. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, I uh, <clears throat> I grew up in McCook, uh, I moved to Kearney 28 29 years ago. Um, I work full-time for the fire department. I'm a volunteer on the fire department. Um, I Have a beautiful wife and a beautiful little daughter um, that's seven years old and
0: Perfect. perfect. Okay, awesome. Do you, uh, do you do any hobbies on the side besides that or
2: about the only hobby I really have is being a volunteer firefighter oh, it's, it's all fire you go, man yeah, yeah.
0: How do, you, how do you how do you stay fit there John
2: Well I started going to Carney CrossFit <laughs> yeah. Josh and letting you kick in my butt <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so I want to know like what initially like kind of pushed you into being a firefighter.
2: You know, the crazy thing is, is when you're when you're a kid, every every kid wants to be a firefighter when they grow up, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you see yeah. the big red trucks, see. you see the firemen, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, back when I was 22, 23, living in McCook, a um, guy asked me, he's like, hey, you ever thought about being a volunteer firefighter? And I said, no, I never really gave it much thought. And uh, he goes, well, hey, come down and he goes, check out the, our, our fire department. <clears throat> and it was a small rural fire department, and mm-hmm. so I went down there and they uh like well you want to join i'm like i don't know i ain't got nothing else going on sure why not so they voted me on and uh i don't know i think it was a day later we had a grass fire and man it was just the coolest thing in the world it's like really? yeah oh yeah just riding on that truck screaming and going you know lights and siren you know and then here's this fire putting water out on an rush. yeah and it was a grass fire which back then it's like oh man that's awesome and now it's like ah it's a grass fire but still i mean yeah and then a few months later I ended up moving to carney and um I actually called down to the fire station it's like hey i was a volunteer in mccook and i want i want to i want to be a fireman and and carney on the rural department you know because i thought carney was all paid and he's like well carney's volunteer i'm like what and he goes carney's volunteer come get an application oh heck yeah the rest is history and here we are 28 years later well,
0: and you've probably i mean since then you've probably dealt with things bigger than grass fires oh yeah
2: oh yeah. yeah 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 what's
0: what's some stories there do you think
2: oh i mean probably the biggest fire uh in my career on the department anyway was probably the tallest and outlet fire really yeah that's it's over here uh next to oh what's the name of that bar um well, it's right north of the park and rec office. Oh, okay. But that parking yeah. lot that yeah. used to be a lumber yard and a lumber yard catching on fire.
0: Yep. And Joe's uh,
2: honky tonk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, there you go. Yep, Joe's honky tonk at the time was uh was a country bar hmm. then too. But uh anyway, that's where we stopped the fire. But there was a part store right next to it and yeah, I mean it that was just crazy. Spent twenty Twenty-three hours on scene there.
0: Twenty-three hours.
2: Yep. Oh yeah. Do you have I, enough
0: water in the trucks to even last that long?
2: Well, fortunately for Carney, their 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 hydrant system is, we get plenty of water. Oh, I mean, yeah. one thing about Carney, we're very blessed with what we have in Carney. Yeah, kind so, of spoiled a little bit. Yeah, yeah. we're very spoiled.
0: That's crazy. Holy yeah. cow. What's
2: the scariest? What's the scariest situation you've been in with that? Oh, I don't know maybe that fire we'd that uh for sure. yeah we made a push to the back um a couple other firefighters and me in, into the back of that parts store and we didn't have enough hose and we were screaming for hose like hey give us some more hose we can see the fire back there and stuff the chief's screaming at us to get out. And it's like, no, give us more hose!" And he's like, get out. So then we go out. And he's like, look, and the whole roof was on fire and we didn't even know it. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's yeah. intense. So, I mean, by the grace of God, you know, I mean, yeah. we, it, I mean it all, it all worked someone out. Someone was watching out for you. Oh yeah. Holy yeah.
0: cow, Jeez. Yeah, do you ever get like really scared for your own life in those situations?
2: I don't know if you'd really call it scared. I think concerned, yeah. you know. I mean, you. it gives you a maybe a heightened sense of of, around you, you know. I mean, it really makes you, yeah, focus and zone in. I mean, you got to be careful not to get tonal vision. But, I mean, it just – certain things put you on edge more than others. Well, in those
0: situations, you can't really be, I guess, best thing about you can't really be selfish. It's pretty – it's pretty yeah, a yeah. selfless act to be a firefighter and yeah. go in and do all that stuff. So
2: well, and the good thing is you don't do anything alone. It's all about teamwork. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. It's That's it's true. not one person ain't one person that can do it all. No. You know, and it's just it's just really cool when everything comes together and everybody works together. You know, and it.
0: I don't know. I don't know how the whole thing works, but I assume you all have. your are to Personal too. Oh, yeah, I didn't even tell Colton about this. Well, here I'm we go. Going, I'm going to. One of their trainings tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah oh, wow. One of their trainings. John said I might get hooked like he did yeah. 28 years ago. I thought they had ago. a height yeah.
1: requirement. I don't know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You should come and find <laughs> out. <laughs> we got
2: stilts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. No, but I'll have a lot a cool less experience. hair going into this training than yeah, you did yeah. years yeah.
2: ago. I had hair down to my butt when I got on the fire department. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And to, I, I and to, to this day, and Steph could show you one. Oh, I would love to. But, uh, yeah, I had a, well, they say it's a mullet. I I still fight that. I don't think it was a mullet. What but, possessed you to grow hair like that, John? That's what I want to know. Oh, man, the 80s were awesome. <laughs> yeah, and fine. my dad told me that as long as I lived under his roof, I had to keep my hair short. Oh. So when I graduated from high school, I moved out, and I quit cutting my hair. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Being a rebel, oh, yeah. I had he- earrings, I had hair down to my rear, I had ripped up <laughs> jeans, I had my black leather jacket, had my black boots. Yeah,
0: freaking now. Yeah. Did Steph meet you when you were like, Steph this? didn't know me like that? She oh, would, okay. okay, you
2: have to remember, I'm 10 years older than Steph, too. So, oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, fair enough. if Steph would have met me then, I'd be in jail today. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good point. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. Probably a good thing she didn't meet you yeah you're like that but no that's awesome man yeah. being a firefighter and everything how's crossfit treating you
2: uh you know what the last four months have been a heck of an eye opener yeah i've been doing it for four months yeah you start- look
0: great too. i'm not gonna lie i remember you yeah. like your first assessment oh my goodness well first of all our first assessment i think you and i just talked yeah most of the whole entire time yeah. but you couldn't even like i remember pull-ups were just impossible
2: well, they're still impossible, well, but, you're but not abandoned. Not really yeah, it <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's it's not easy, but but I'm part of it too. Is you got to commit, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's one thing. CrossFit reminds me a lot of the fire department. You know, just just the you know the way everybody treats everybody at the gym. Yes. that's the way we treat everybody at the fire department. You know, no, it's you like, know. hey, come with me. Nobody's alone. You know, it just because. Yeah. You know, growing up I was that short little fat kid that everybody made fun of and got bullied and everything, you know. And <clears throat> so I've always been the one that you see someone standing in a corner, you know, you reach out to that person. Yeah, the soft you know? spot for them. Yeah. yeah, because you know what, everybody matters. Of you course. know, it just of course.
0: but yeah, and I see you like I see you in the gym, that carries over, honestly. That soft spot you have, that carries over. You talk yeah. to everybody, you just you kind
2: of just a social butterfly John. Honestly. Yeah, my my wife gets on me about that sometimes. <laughs> she, <does>. she, <laughs> she goes, She she goes she goes, you, you come to the gym to work your jar, work your muscles. <laughs> John, <laughs> so, I, I don't know if I'd like going shopping with you, man. You're probably just talking to everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. if I know, I mean, but you know what? That's what makes the world go round. You know what? If, if everybody would just, no matter what your view on anything is, people yeah. at the end of the day, people are people, you okay. know?
0: Yeah. All right. So back, back on the firefighter thing, um, you've been doing it for 28 years, like you said. Mm-hmm. How long has it taken you to get to where you're at now? How long did it take to kind of climb that ladder?
2: Well, basically, you know, when when a person joins the fire department, we'll we'll just stick to the volunteer side. Okay. Okay. Um, And basically, that first year, you go through uh, firefighter one training. So you give up a whole bunch of nights, but by the time you get done, you're trained firefighter one, and um, then you get to come off probation and. That's when you get to start doing some interior attack you get to start going into houses you know what is interior attack uh okay so if you have a structure fire yeah okay um you have what's called an interior crew you have a search crew that goes in so the interiors job interior crew they're they're going in they're doing search but they're going to the fire so whether it's clearing the back of a house or wherever it is that's where they're going then you have a search crew that's going in and they're searching, they're looking for, for victims. Okay. Um, yeah. There, there's like so many different things going on at, at one time on, on any given fire. Um, but uh, that's where an entry level firefighter that first year, they're learning how everything operates, okay. you know, cause it's like, okay, well we got to get water to the truck. Cause if right. you don't, there's water on the truck but you got to get water to sustain that. So somebody's got to get water. Where do you get water from? Well, in Kearney, it's a hydrant. So oh, you know right. they got to learn. Okay, I got to pull this five inch, so that we have water to our fire truck. Um, got ladders. <clears throat> got to figure out. You know, okay, I got to ladder this building. Got to you know ventilation. I mean, there's so many different things going on that, and that, and that's what you train for. And we yeah. train every month. I mean, it just you never stop training. Holy. Cow. You know, I mean, it just but anyways yeah sorry yeah. sorry, i <laughs> didn't mean to get off on a rant there <laughs> no. with you so
0: i like it so climbing the ranks you start off as like what'd you call it again interior attacker person <laughs> <What's that? laughs> interior
2: firefighter right so basically you, you you start as a probationary firefighter yeah. and then once you're not a probationary firefighter then you're a firefighter and the way that our department is structured is after three years you can uh, move up to like a Lieutenant position and a Lieutenant position is basically learning to be like a line officer and a line officer would be a captain. Um, so then the captain, he's in charge of his company. Um, so all those generally, it's about 20 firefighters below him. That's his responsibility. Okay. And then you go up the rank from captain then you can uh, be a battalion chief. Which is what I am on the volunteer side right now. We oh, hold yeah. annual we hold annual elections, and uh, that's a position that they have me in right now. Um, and then um, some members can move up to chief after that, which is the the that's top. That's like the, the head on that's Joe the top. Position. Yep, yep, Holy
0: cow. yep. Wow, that's a lot of ground to cover. Kind of sounds like the military. Honestly. It is.
2: Yep, yep. Well, it's all based off the military. Okay, it's just so you got a little bit of different titles. Yeah. Um, you know. I think that's probably one thing why i was drawn to the fire department in high school i was going to go go into the military between my junior and senior year i went to uh, they flew me to omaha and i'm getting all ready to uh at meps to take my test and my physical test and all that and they lost my paperwork really yeah so they're like no worries we'll uh we'll take some questions from you and stuff and like all right so they asked me a question they said so um are you seeing a doctor or are you under doctor's care I said no, I said, I went and saw a chiropractor the other day. I had a car accident. He closed his book, he flew me back to McCook, and I never went back. He said you know been... and wow. and my my dad i mean he was a he was a purple heart recipient, you know, served in World War II in the navy, you know, and so I mean, I grew up with that it's kinda in your and life. it's yeah and and I actually I hate to say it, but I was trying to be a cop before I was trying to be a fireman, really, yeah, I was testing to be yeah, a police okay. officer, you know and huh. And, uh, but you know, that wasn't in the plan. That wasn't what God had planned for me, you know? And, uh, fortunately for me, I mean, ended up finding the fire service.
0: Wow. So you, did you even consider going to school at all after high school or did you go to school? I,
2: I went to college for a little bit, but it, okay. it just, it didn't really work out. No. And the cool thing, like when I moved to Kearney and I became a volunteer was I got all that training as a volunteer yeah. so that when they built station two here, I was one of the four lucky ones that got hired to be an engineer oh, hey. and that was back in 1998 so oh, but wow. so i mean i'm sitting there in this interview and they're like why do you want this job mm-hmm. and i'm like well when i found out people actually get paid to do this <laughs> i was like hey sign me up <laughs> yeah, and, you know and, the, and and the board that interviewed me they were just laughing they thought it was hilarious but But, yeah, you know, but you never take it for granted either. Yeah, so you you kind of stumbled
0: across your purpose or your calling almost. Yeah, yeah. I I think
2: that's why God put me on this earth was to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: A couple trial and errors there, you know, with the military and being a cop and stuff, but wow. Yeah. How far did you get in the process of becoming a cop?
2: Um, The last test that I took was Lincoln PD. (laughs) Okay. And I took the written test, and um, I was the english test i nailed that part right but you good at english really well, i don't know about if i'm good at it but i was good <laughs> at that test but but no they they had like a it was like a situational t- it was kind of a weird t- civil service exams a little bit different even yeah. the fire department is a little bit different too but um there were certain questions that they asked like what do you feel is more important you know and and they give you these different scenarios and like
0: testing your morals or what
2: well no like like it asked okay you're which which one of these four scenarios do you think is the most emergent, you know? Like uh, one was somebody speeding, someone was willful for reckless driving, and, and anyway, and one of them was a DUI. okay, yeah. Well, if you want to be cops, <laughs> DUI is always the most important because <laughs> if you stop them, you could save somebody's life. That's true. But if you instigate like a chase with somebody else or something like that, you could actually be endangering more people you know that's why a lot of times you hear police officers if you listen to scanners discontinue pursuit because of the safety of the people oh okay but anyway I mean there's questions like that because I was like but (laughs) you know but the funny thing is like I give all the my uh, police friends at bad times, like, Oh, you couldn't pass the test as a fireman. So you had to become a cop, you uh, know, <laughs> so, you know, and they laugh, you know, we rib each other. We're like Benny at the That's gym, really, you know, Benny yeah, and I, we, yeah. I mean, we're really good about ribbing each other and stuff.
0: That's funny. So is there but, like a test you have to take for becoming a fireman like, on a written the test or on the
2: volunteer side, or do you just have to do all the on, trainings on the volunteer so the side? There's not a test. You, you basically, you fill out that application. Um, they do a background check. Um, then you, go through a interview process, and then the, they vote you on. Then really? on the, the career side, oh, it's, so it's it, a vote. Yeah. That yeah. makes
0: sense why it's like a community feel then. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I got yep. you.
2: So, but it's funny. that's like I told you, I mean, when we were talking about when I got voted on the fire department, yeah. and I had really long hair, and I had it a ponytail. They didn't know, so, so they interviewed me. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you know, you get voted on one Thursday, and then the next Thursday they have you come down, and it's the first squad training you get to go to, and I, had, I didn't have my hair back in a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah. they're like how did we get this hippie on our <laughs> fire department? You know, and I did. I had hair down to my butt, you know, that's and awesome. it just, yeah, it's just crazy times. Oh, well, we, you lost wow. that hair. It's gone now. Yep. When you they gave, grow it
0: out again, John.
2: No, they gave me a job, so I, th- I think that's. Oh, uh, you're going to. Yeah. You'll, you'll lose there. Keep, the the, keep that high and yeah, tight, you know, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: funny. I think Steph would probably divorce me if I grew it back out. <laughs> John, I
2: would too, honestly.
1: So since it's a volunteer, I assume you have like a, a day-to-day job or yep and what is
2: that well fortunately for me my main job is uh being a career firefighter two days a week at the fire department so i work two 24-hour shifts but that gives me five other days that i'm off Mm -hmm. so i work part-time for uh um, iss which is a fire extinguisher company so i service Mm -hmm. fire extinguishers and stuff like that and then I've got a lawn and snow mobile business, too, that I do. So oh, I don't sure. like to sit around and stuff. God didn't put me on this earth to sit yeah. on my b- butt. Sure. So, I don't
0: think he put any of us on this earth to just sit around. Nope. We're not really built to do that.
2: No. Nope. Some That's, people
1: manage it, though. I don't know how. I don't know. Some people. I don't know why you're
0: looking at <laughs> me right
2: now. <laughs> this is coming from Josh. that probably gets out of bed at noon every day. <laughs> yeah. Most of us, half our days over, and he's, he's rolling oh, over to get John, up. Yep. John, John.
0: I, I do more activity while I'm sleeping. Than most people do when they're awake, so Not I'd be careful how I said that <laughs> yeah, too. I had to like kinda walk on the eggshells there. That's it funny. does say
2: parental advisory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's for Trevor, actually. That's yeah. for Trevor. Yeah. I told him the other day I was like, When when Brindley gets old enough and starts listening to
2: podcasts, you know, we put that up there for you, Trevor.
0: <laughs> He's like, My little angel will never listen to a
2: podcast. So. See, I'm showing my age. I remember when they came out with that. That oh, was yeah. before you guys were born. When, when was that? It crazy. Oh, God, it was in the 80s. I couldn't
0: even imagine movies before that came out. It wasn't movies. Oh. It, was, uh, it, was Nancy, oh, it was music.
2: Nancy
1: Reagan yep. is the responsible for I, that. My sure. shirt. Right? There you go. <laughs> you know. okay, like, sporting the shirt right there. Heck, yeah, but I'm also I'm on the flip side. Very I like, uh, I like Snoop Dogg and... Uh, molly yeah. crew and all those yeah. you know snoop's good snoop's really, the same snoop's age as i am man so he's a
2: 71 he the model yeah he's a 71 model too wow right. yeah
0: wow. <laughs> i like how he's said 71 model that's right man that's funny.
2: yeah
1: man. So what were you uh what were you listening to back then what, what bands were you into when you're uh in the I mean, eight, it sounds like you're pretty in, in the metal. 80s yeah
2: oh yeah, Mo- yeah Meta- metallica and... i mean hands down was probably my the favorite i mean yeah. just and if you ever get a chance to see him in concert, it, it it's worth the price of admission. But mm. oh yeah, I mean, <clears throat> man, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, oh yeah, all the way, yeah. He <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, had the That's hair awesome. for it, man. He <laughs> yeah, had to make it look yeah. good, you know. Yeah, then you if he wanted something around, soft for it. the ladies, you know, a little Bon Jovi, you know, some Duran <laughs> bon you know. But but most of the time, like it. like my my good buddy Sean and I, I mean, just we. Uh, We had a friend that worked at a radio station there in McCook, and uh, we worked in the fast food. So we'd take him food, and he'd give us demo tapes. Oh. Oh. And it was awesome because, like, everybody's like, yeah, did you hear this band or whatever? It's like, yeah, we've been listening to them for, like, six months. It's like, (laughs) you didn't even know who they were, you know? And it's just like... Yeah, but you already heard them. But, yeah, and I had what we called them suitcases back then, and they'd hold, like, 100 cassette tapes. Oh, okay. So, I mean... Yeah. I'm not as old as an 8-track, but uh, <laughs> but we had cassettes, you know. And, My mom loves cassettes. But, yeah, yeah, I still have them. They're packed That's away in awesome. a storage somewhere. But it's funny, though, every once in a while I'll pull them out, and you know, because someday, I mean, it'll mean something to Harper, you know. It should be of like, course. You know, but I don't even think you can buy a tape player anymore. They don't make um, them. Yeah. I mean, you don't. might find one lurking
0: around at Goodwill, but they don't make them anymore.
2: Yeah. I had cassette tapes before I had any CDs.
1: Like inherited my mom. So like I remember like, yeah, ACDC and Def Leppard. There you go. Do you have a Walkman's?
2: One? Yes, I had a Walkman. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. Yep. Do you but still have one. a Walkman? No, I don't oh. have a Walkman anymore. <sighs> I would just i, got an an I-
0: to walk into the gym with that thing on. <laughs> I got a, I got
2: a, I got an iPhone with, with AirPods and, uh oh, you right. know, not a sponsor yet. You know, yeah. <laughs> not yet. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. That's funny.
0: So John, what do you do for like, for like fun? Any activities? Any sports? Anything like that? Do you golf? Do you froth? No, tennis? I
2: do. You? I got a set of clubs that Steph wanted me to get a few years ago, and I don't think I've ever. I don't. I think they might still have plastic on them. No way. Yeah. No, just, you just don't have time for anything. You though, know, either. but I, but I mean, we got a place down at the lake. You know, we got a oh, boat. Okay. You know, so the water I mean, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like tooling around with my boat. I like fishing. You know, I'm going oh, fishing yeah. with my father-in-law. I mean, that's 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 good times there. Can't be a good fishing day, honestly. What's your yep. favorite place to fish? Harlan, Harlan, definitely. Harlan's a good place. Yeah, like Harlan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, a bad day of fishing is better than any good day at work, right? I so, can agree to that. So, I can agree to that. How now, often do you make it down to the lake? Oh, we we try to get down there as much as we can. I mean, it just. With scheduling and stuff, like, especially like my rotation that I'm on. Yeah, I, work, wow. I work Sundays and stuff like that, so that varies and stuff. But we try to get down there a couple times a month. So
0: You say, okay, so you're talking about rotation. So you work two days a week, right, yep.
2: for the fire department. Does mm-hmm. that change or is it just like yeah. a set two days? See, like um, here in Kearney we have three different stations. Okay. So... We work Sunday, Wednesday one week, Monday, Thursday the next week, Tuesday, Friday the following week, and then we're what's called a floater and before you go to that next station, you float for a week, and you're either oh. a Sunday, Wednesday, a Monday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Friday. Okay. So like this week right now, I'm Monday, Thursday at Station One. Yeah. And then next week I'll be Tuesday, Friday, and then I'll be the floater for Sunday, Wednesday the following week, and then I go to Station Two and I do the Sunday, Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday. So, oh wow, But yeah, we work eight days a month. So you
0: said they're twenty-four hour shifts. Yep. What? So can you run us through a twenty-four hour shift?
2: Yeah, like we we come in every every morning we have to be there before seven um we do a shift debriefing with the other engineers at the other station because there's only one of us at each station and if there's an extra guy there's a floater right everything else is all volunteer i mean that's the really cool thing for carney is that saves us a bunch of money in tax dollars you know the volunteer side of that department but um so yeah then then we go down the trucking floor whether you're at station one or station two or station three out at the airport and you do your rig checks um every single one of those trucks we go through them every day um certain days of the week we do a more thorough one on certain trucks so so that way everything gets work ran yeah. you know always ready that's the motto here for the fire department so that's our job to make sure that everything in that station is always ready You guys thrive off of being just proactive for anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's just just crazy. Um, But, you know, once you get done with that, we do some training. Uh, We do, whether it's truck maintenance, this time of year, we're busy doing hose testing. Every single piece of fire hose that we have, we have to pressure test that. So we pressure test it, drain it, hang it, roll it yeah yeah <laughs> how long are these hoses they they're, fi- they're 50 foot sections oh they're probably heavy too huh? um d- depends on the size of the hose Fair but, but yeah like your LDHs that you hook into a hydrant they're about 75 to 100 pounds but <clears throat> your three inch probably about 40 pounds you know and but obviously the bigger the hose the more it's going to weigh yeah so jeez but
0: having to mess with those all day would just be a workout but itself. we
2: we keep the trucks clean, we keep the stations clean. Um, anytime the, the volunteers come in and need anything, we're kinda like the go to. It's like, hey, can you can you help me with this? You need to do this, whatever. Yeah. Um you know, and then, then you have calls in between, you know, and depending on the call, you know, you gotta you gotta make sure you take the right truck, you gotta of make sure course. you go to the right place, you gotta make sure you operate that truck, <laughs> you know, and, and that everything works, you know, because If you can't give them water that fire won't go out yeah
0: holy cow so what what would you say attracts someone the most to become a volunteer i imagine you treat them pretty well but like what what do you think is the biggest reason someone would become a i think it's
2: a sense of duty okay you know what i mean that's fair yeah you know because it's like you know i mean that that's what i was drawn to you know Mm because like i said I i didn't get to do the. that's the only probably one of the biggest regrets that i have in my life is the fact that i didn't get to serve in the military Really? oh yeah because you know what anybody that's served in the military that they're on a totally different level in, in my book you know and I think people need always need to respect that too you know because I mean they gave up whether it's four 10 20 whatever years of their life you know to keep us safe you know but I think it's like I said you know I think that's what drew me to this was I could still contribute you yeah. know and I'm just Blessed to get to do it in Kearney, you know.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's not, it's not the, it's not the benefits. It's not the money. It's just the fact that people want to serve. And I, I think that's how you. I mean, that's how you end up with such a good right. community, yeah. anyway. But you
2: get, you get to ride around in some pretty
0: cool fire trucks, and you get to play <laughs> with some pretty cool yeah. toys that most people don't get to play that, with. That is true. That you is know, true. I mean, I just remember, like, I think the only exposure I've ever really had to firefighters and in the life of being a firefighter is like in the fourth grade when we went and visited our local fire department and they like showed us all the gear and everything and I remember as a kid just thinking it was so cool.
2: You know that like we do a lot of station tours and we do a lot of fire prevention stuff and you know that's one of the coolest thing that kind of jerks on your heart you know, is you see these little kids and they're just looking up to you with these big old eyes, you know, it's yeah. like, man, this is awesome, you know, and you're just like, yeah, I know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, Try but, you, but yeah, uh, yeah, but, but I mean, the cool thing is, is, is the way those kids look up to you, yeah. you know, and I remember, you know, when I grew up in cook, and seeing those fire trucks go by, I mean, just, you know, man, that's cool. I mean, what's not cool about cool. a fire truck, you know, it's like. It's big it's, it's red loud, it's I mean red. Yeah. yeah, it makes lots of noise, you know, and it's got really <laughs> big guys on it and gals, <laughs> you know, so but yeah, it just it's awesome, cool.
0: you say it kind of tugs at your heart a little bit, do you like think of it as i mean, do you look at those kids and think of like wow, that was that was me mm-hmm. back in the day, and yeah. now you're you looking at the kids
2: you know the cool thing is is like every year our department they take well i think this year they had 125 fifth graders really and they had them out at the training grounds it was actually last weekend <clears throat> Holy cow. and I, I was out of town graduation but um anyway they bring them in and they show those kids what what we do you know they lit fires in a, in the burn room i mean they take them up in the bucket of the aerial you know they show them ladders you know and they get like they get to run the jaws and everything you know and the cool thing is is to be around the fire department long enough to see some of those kids that you actually saw in Junior Fire Patrol, yeah, they're members of the fire department now. Oh my! You know what gosh. I mean? You yeah, planted that awesome seed wow. 20 years ago, you know, yeah, and you, then here I they mean, are. You've
0: been in the job for 28 years. You have probably seen kids yeah. that. Oh my
2: gosh! We got guys on yeah, the fire department that. that weren't even born yet when I got on. Oh yeah. my gosh! It's crazy, you know. But you, huh. when you get on, you don't think about it. You know, it's like, yeah. and then the next thing you know, boom, it's here. It's like, wow, wow. holy. That yeah. as well. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a
0: scenario for you. Okay. And I want you to give me like the step by step process how you guys would handle it. All right. So okay. the third 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 floor um, apartment unit is on fire, and okay. you guys got the call to go out there and help. The whole thing's ablaze. Good. Okay. okay? Um, the whole thing or the like the just room the is ablaze. Yeah. Okay. Just the whole okay. room, The whole room, not the whole okay building, I guess, but just the unit itself. People, they got out. They got out. They're in the hallway.
2: Whatever. How are you? How do you handle that? Well, the first thing that we're going to do when we arrive on scene is we're going to size it up. Okay. Okay, What size of building? You know, and there's some factors you got to consider in your size up. Are you going to do be an offensive or defensive attack? Is it safe enough to go in and put it out, or is it something you're going to have to stay on the outside? Search is always one of the biggest ones. Is there? And you, even though you said everybody was out. You always treat it like it's occupied. Okay. It doesn't matter if somebody, yeah, everybody's out. Okay. You you don't yeah. take that for what it is because you don't know. I mean, yeah, so and so he's gone for the weekend. Well, so and so may have came home at two o'clock in the morning. You didn't know he was there. So right. so you always treat it that way. Um, <clears throat> so once you size it up, I mean, the members start showing up. I mean, you got to put together an attack crew, a search crew, um, and then you essentially you start handing out. Uh, Tasks. Okay, this usually it's a three-man crew that's going to go in and it's going to do a search. There's a three-man crew that's going to go in and on a, on a line search for the fire. Um, but that's going to be your two biggest ones. But you got to consider ventilation um, because that smoke and heat's got to go somewhere. Yeah. And if you don't have it opened up, it's coming right back at you when you hit it with that water because that fire don't like the water. So mm-hmm. it'll react. Um. Those are your biggest considerations, you know, but once you make sure that there's nobody in there, you know, you attack the fire. I mean, it's, it's not rocket science. You put water on fire and fire goes out. I mean, ever since the beginning of time. Right. Um, So then once, once that fire's out, then you have to overhaul. You have to make sure the extension, then you have to investigate. Um, Then you got to take care of, you know, I mean, like these people just lost their home. They just lost everything they had. You know, you got to do what you can for them. Um. you call the red cross red cross puts them up in in housing and takes care of that you know it just that's that's probably the hardest part of the job though too is when you see somebody lose everything that they they had or they yeah, worked for you know because people don't think about that you no. know but if you lose something in a fire there's things you can't replace the most valuable wow. thing that you have in a fire you can't replace is a picture you can't replace it no you know you can replace that's, a couch I mean. you know but you can't replace people and you can't replace pictures, you know, and then you go in and you see this destruction, you know, and, you know, but I mean, smoke detectors, I mean, you go into homes where they didn't have a working smoke detector and it would have made all the difference in the world.
0: you know. But holy cow, I guess I didn't really think about that. Like after the situation, you guys still have to kind of deal Mm -hmm. with, you know the family losing their things
2: How right we we, help them? and we try like, to do a lot of salvage like if there's something salvageable you know whether it's like like if we got to pull ceilings or walls or whatever to get to extension or whatever we're going to cover that up or we're going to take it outside or you know whatever we do and that's the great thing about carney's fire department i mean we got 70 some members but we're always looking for some more just like you josh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and just, uh yeah <laughs> Not a sponsor yet. Not a sponsor <laughs> yet. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it just takes a lot of people, you know, but there's so many things going on that, and we have the manpower to do it. Yeah. You know. And
0: 70 people, is that considered large?
2: For a volunteer department, yes. Yeah. Kearney um, has the largest volunteer department in the state of Nebraska. No way. Yeah. It used to be Bellevue, but Bellevue is all career now. So, Oh, I was going to say, like,
0: Lincoln and Omaha. They're, they're, they're all, probably all they're all career.
2: Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep.
0: Interesting. So because they're that big, mm-hmm. they need to. Yeah. Okay. That yep. makes sense.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to, like, there's a Kentland. You should Google it sometime. Kentland Fire Department. Anyway, it's, it's a big college town and it's probably one of the biggest volunteer fire departments. Prince George County has the biggest volunteer fire department in the United States, but the way they make that work, I mean, it's its tough. I mean, because really? there's so many day-to-day things that like us guys on the career side take care of, so the volunteers, they don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? They can concentrate yeah. on every, their jobs, families, and everything else, just the the, the small things or whatever, you know, but, but no, I mean, Carney's blessed to have what they have, so.
0: That's crazy.
2: That's very cool. Wow. Now, I imagine there's
0: probably like requirements to become uh, a volunteer fireman. Um, is that through? Do you find these requirements through testing? Is there some? Do you? Like, no. How do you, well, what requirements are bas- they? I guess?
2: Basically, the way the process works is we have an age requirement. You got to be 19 years okay. old. Yeah. Um, you have to have a valid driver's license, um, GED or high school graduation or high school diploma graduation that sounded stupid <laughs> we'll edit that right <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but uh no but um those are the biggest things you know and once the once the background check and all that comes through you know and the rest of it i mean we take care of it from there any yeah. physical requirements you have to you have to take a a physical oh um okay. once somebody once that once a you're voted onto the fire department you you have there's a certain list of physical requirements you have to go to the doctor and that has to sign up on you have to pass a drug test um and then once that's done then then we issue your gear and your pager and everything and then start training you what about physical ability requirements nobody's ever got enough physical ability so I mean you're constantly training it's like any it's you, you know you go to the gym every day you know um Try to get better, yeah. you know, but, but yeah, some of us are, you know, not as buff as you young guys. Yeah, yeah, so it's all <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Josh thought that you had to get it's a certain time on Fran
1: to be a fi- firefighter. I
2: think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you have workout tests and stuff like that? No, no. Oh, you do. But you guys have your own gym. You were saying yeah. that. Earlier. Now
2: there is what's called the firefighter combat challenge. Oh, oh that sounds and, like fun. Yeah. You, you'd be all over it. Okay. Yeah, we get done, you'll Google it, and you'll be like, man, this is awesome. You want to tell me about it? Yeah, basically, I want to make sure I say it right, but it they travel around the United States. Usually, they have it at State Fair in Grand Island. Okay. Uh, the last few years, they've had it there. Um, basically, departments put together teams. Uh, they have an individual, and then they have a team, but you have to... You have to drag a, a dummy so many feet you have to drag a charged hose line you have to um hoist a hose up the side of the tower you have to carry a hose pack on your back all the way up this four-story tower and you're doing this all on on time yeah that's, and okay. that'd be the best way to describe it have i done it no <laughs> we've done something similar to that for training like yeah. we'll, we'll do like air management training Like, when you start putting on an air pack, I mean, that changes things. Um, What's an air pack? An SCBA, self-contained breathing apparatus. So, basically, it's a backpack with a bottle on the back, and then you got your mask on, and then that's all your air. That's how you can go into hazardous environments. That's how you can go into fires and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Um, The bottles that we carry, they're 4,500 PSI bottles. So, we call them 45-minute bottles. And the better conditioned you are, the more you can get out of that bottle. It's kind of like scuba diving on land. Exactly, huh. yes. Yeah. We have a scuba team, too. But, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, conditioning is a big thing with that. And once you train yourself how to manage your air and control your breathing... You can get more out of that, but mm. it's like anything. When you start running, especially when you're old like me, <laughs> you're breathing really hard. You're gonna you're gonna breathe a lot more air, so it's not gonna last as long. So it might not last 45 minutes, right? You might get 20 minutes out of it. And if you're working really hard, I, the physical requirement—you go and start pulling down ceilings, you know, moving stuff around, dragging something out, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's just like at the gym. You know what I mean? It 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 takes its toll on you. You know and I mean, yeah so then that bottles out you go out and you get another one you'll definitely you know? feel what you're putting into the activity that's yeah. for sure you know but you got to look at what you're carrying for gear too you yeah. know your bunker gear weighs 35 40 pounds your air pack weighs 35 40 pounds your set of irons is about 15 pounds you know if you take a can you know of water we call it the can but it's a two and a half gallon water extinguisher but if you take that in with you you know i mean there's another basically 20 pounds that you know? sounds heavy. Yeah, I mean you're, you're loaded. You're loaded lot. down with gear. Yeah. So Jeez. I mean, that's I guess that's a good thing about going to Carney CrossFit and losing <laughs> that weight. <laughs> I don't carry have to. Gear a it's better. a little easier to carry the gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I bet. Holy
0: cow, John. <laughs> wow, your life sounds crazy. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, not no, That's not a confirmation that I'm going to be a firefighter, but sounds kind of cool. It's I like I, it's like
2: I told you, God didn't put me on this earth to sit on my butt. So, yeah. You know. You're definitely not. You're yeah. a busy. You're a busy guy. Holy yeah, cow.
1: I could definitely see you being a firefighter. Oh yeah? Yeah. Don't talk me. Don't talk me into it yet, Colton. I could see
0: you being a firefighter. Really? No. Yeah, everybody everybody sure. in oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> everybody in this room could be a firefighter. Oh it's all about training. Yeah. It's just true. like going to CrossFit. You know what I mean? How what's the fastest a person can get through training? Fastest you can get through training here it's gonna take you six months i mean to get through get trained but i mean basically your first year that's all it is yeah you know but you got to remember you're doing it on a volunteer scale you know so you still got your job and responsibilities if you have a significant other or whatever you know you have that responsibility you know um so yeah it takes it it takes some time but i mean there's a method to it you know But then there's that sense of achievement, too, once you get there. It's like, man, I did this. Now, you know, do you I, guys
0: have a ceremony for those that get through training? Mm.
2: Yeah, like we'll, we'll we'll give them their helmets. Yeah. Basically, a, a probationary firefighter has a yellow helmet. And then once they complete firefighter one and they're no longer a probationary firefighter, they get a black helmet with a leather front with their name on the front of it. That's cool. Yeah. So and that in itself is a sense of achievement. It's like, hey, you know what, I work my butt off and this is this is where I'm at. But the cool thing is is we're constantly training, you know. I mean here last month, I mean, we did a trench rescue class. I mean it was a forty hour just digging, was 40 digging hours. Yeah. Doing going in a trench, you know. But I mean that's the thing, there's when somebody has a problem. They always call the fire department. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you have to be able to take care of their problem. You know, I mean, and that's a cool thing about this job too. It's all about customer service. Yeah, you know? I feel like in, in that six months time of
0: training, you guys cover every problem that could come about almost.
2: You, I mean, I, as much you as you can, right? Well. Yeah, I mean, you, well. you cover the basics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and then you build from that, you know, because then you could go on to, you know. Then we do firefighter two then you get into hazmat you get into rescue you know in the rescue i mean you got rope rescue you got confined space rescue you got trench rescue you got vehicle extrication. you know dive rescue i mean there's you know and then we have an arf program here out at the airport <clears throat> so then you got that whole program on top of that i mean that carney's one of the few city departments that actually take man's an, an air a station at their airport yeah. with with city guys so you can constantly get better and constantly progress oh yeah yep Yep. yeah it's it it, yeah it's not like okay i'm here i'm done (laughs) nope that's not the fire service you're constantly improving your craft yeah you know i mean like this month's training i mean we're gonna do forcible entry you know i mean it's not like you force one door you can force them all you know what i mean if you don't use it you're gonna lose it you know and we don't fight fires every day I mean thank god yeah i was gonna say i mean a good thing. it would be really awesome i mean because that's <laughs> what i really love to do but i mean the, the unfortunate thing is what i love to do is somebody else's misfortune yeah you know so it it's it's kind of unfortunate you know i mean that part of it but, but no i love what i do though too so
0: so the six months of training how does it actually prepare a human being for their first experience fighting a fire like i feel like you mean
2: actually going in doing yeah, that actually i'm um, doing that. i feel like it does it it my first fire funny story we uh we had a structure fire okay and um i happened to be at the fire it was on a saturday morning and i happened to be at a fire at the fire station that morning structure fire all right hop on the old engine 34 and boom we're going i mean i'm i'm all geared up and everything. We get there, pull the line off the truck, got the nozzle, like, man, I'm the nozzle, man. You know what I mean? Th- yeah, I'm the nozzle. Yeah, but I mean, everybody wants the nozzle. Right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Everybody wants the nozzle. So so we go in, and we're going down, and, you know, first time in a in a structure, and it's burning, you can hear it pop, and it's like, man, this is awesome. And we open this door, and it's like, oh, here it is. I'm spraying all this water, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And um, Terry Irick, who you used to be a chief at the time. He was a fire captain is screaming at me. You idiot. Get out here. It's this other room over.
0: (laughs) You're spraying the wrong room. Yeah, but
2: it it was smoke filled and the sun playing through. So I was just like, man, yeah, I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it. And anyway, I mean, by the grace of God, I mean, went down the hallway, hit the other room, you know, and still like, oh man, that's awesome. And I beat myself up about it for the longest time. Oh, I can imagine. Two weeks later, we had another structure fire. And went in with uh, a couple other firefighters, and we went left, and there wasn't anything. So they handed me the nozzle, and we go down, and I look underneath the door, and it's glowing. I'm like, man, it's right in here, you know. And the captain opens the door, and I hit it, and fire comes out the door, and hit it, knock it down. He's just like, yeah, man, you, you know, just like, yeah. Kind of yeah, redeemed you know, yourself yeah, a little bit. yeah, you know. And That's awesome. Just, but, yeah, I mean it is it
0: i feel like the first time doing that though especially the structure fire how do you even like control the adrenaline going how is that even possible training a, okay yeah fair enough yep. six months of training you, yeah. but,
2: but see you you train you you're constantly training for that that one call yeah you know so it's like okay Okay, we we do rope rescue. Well, we're not going to go repelling off a grain elevator and and save people off a grain elevator every day, but you got to be prepared for that so when that does happen. And the better prepared you are, the more you can control your adrenaline. Yeah. I mean, that pager goes off. I mean, y- I don't care who it is. It elevates your heart. Your heart. It it goes up. Yes. Yeah. You know, or if you're sitting at the station and and the tones drop and the strobes start going, you're just like, boom, you know, you're in fire mode, you know. But you have to learn to control that. You know, and a lot of that comes with time, experience. You know, I remember being a young probie on the fire department. Man, I was just running into the station. They're like, "You don't run into the station." I'm like, "What's well, a fire?" You know, and they're just like, you know, and they're, they're just like, you got to control your adrenaline. You know, and I was wanting That's to work awesome. on trucks and stuff, and they're like, no, you're running into the station." So then I had to condition myself, like. All right, I'm walking and into I the station, guy. you know, because I want to drive fire trucks someday, and <laughs> you know, and, but. I told
0: but he, I mean, even
2: uh, even today, I mean, as an engineer, I mean, when that call comes in, I mean, I get in that truck, you know, and when I'm sitting there in the seat. I mean, I always pause for a second, you know, because you got you got to collect collect your thoughts, you know, because. Say a prayer, collect your thoughts. You know, because yeah. I mean, you have so many responsibilities driving those those big rigs. Of I course, mean, you're taking a. 50 50,000 pound machine and you're going lights and sirens you know and unfortunately people don't understand move to the right when there's a fire truck behind <laughs> you they stop in front of you you know because oh they, they panic you know what i mean because yeah you, yeah and they, you know so i mean you have to be prepared what's this guy gonna do you know and if you can't control your adrenaline you know so and you guys are trying to get there quick too yeah speed limits don't really matter at that point they do, because you have to drive with due regard. Oh, you do? Yeah, I mean, we go over the speed limit, but I mean, not, it's not like we're going 100 miles an hour through well, town, yeah, you true. know. so You guys kind of have a speed limit, just. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All
1: right, well. We're ready me... for a, we do a little segment on here um, where you are on a five-person canoe, and you get to choose four people, fictional, non-fictional, dead or alive. any need four people to join you on your canoe.
2: Where are, <laughs> Where are we going? You
1: pick. We're going down there, down the river,
0: down the river. Twenty-four hour trip. Four people. Yeah. Like anybody. A,
1: like Four, popular
2: people or influential for example, people. Mine's like
1: Michael Scott and Johnny Cash and a bunch of like you know. You're like, a, Johnny or, 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 a Johnny Cash fan. That boy. Johnny Cash fan. So yeah,
2: yeah. am I. That's right. Yeah, Ring of Fire. That. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I grew up. Well, listening to Johnny Cash. That was my mm-hmm. dad's favorite, favorite artist. So yeah. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <coughs> yeah. Sorry, we got off on, on a rant. There. <laughs> yeah. See, we we could make a you five-hour podcast. Yeah,
0: you like Johnny Cash because your name is John, or because you actually like his
2: music? I actually like his music. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, when you That's see it, the dumbest <laughs> question, when you've you ever see <laughs> Steph at the gym, <laughs> she will verify that for you. I guarantee you. She. I'm
0: just testing the guy, <laughs> all right? My wife you know, will verify that says. for you. Yes.
2: I mean, do you want to see my playlist? So. Probably a lot of Johnny Cash on there. There's, yeah. yeah. People, like, look at me and it's like, he's listening to Metallica and Johnny Cash, and it's like, <laughs> it's like. All
0: right, what's your favorite Johnny Cash song? Is it Ring of Fire like you just said a little bit ago, or?
2: Hurt is probably oh, my best one. Man.
1: Yep. We man. Uh, we oh. went to the Johnny Cash Museum on spring break, because we went to Nashville, and mm-hmm. um, me, Josh, and our buddy Baylor, I think we're all about, yeah. about to be in tears, because I mean, it, it ends with... Um, the music video hurt so, so. you go through the,
0: it's like a timeline of his yeah. life
2: you th- Have if you, you ever get there? a chance to read his book read it i mean he, he struggled with addiction and everything mm-hmm. you know and yeah and a lot of like what he grew up with you know with his brother dying and everything else and then having to deal with that later in life and but yeah i mean geez yeah like Everybody's like, yeah, did you see that movie? It's like the movie doesn't do it justice. Read no. the book. And you know something I hate to read? I hate to admit it, but I do. I hate to read. But I read that book from cover to cover. Really? Yep. Is that good? You got hooked. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those oh. that I just, it, it, you're drawn into it. And not mm-hmm. very many books do that for me. I mean, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I, I need to read more. <laughs> but it's like, I'd rather watch TV, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I understand that too. But no, John, is a great Great dude. A lot of good songs. But no, we had a moment. We were talking about earlier in the museum where we about started tearing tune up because the music video was playing and everything. And Johnny just looked so old and beat. It was almost like when he made that song, it's like he knew that it was his last song almost. He when did. His, yeah. his wife he, died.
2: June died yeah, right yeah. after it. Yeah. Actually, I think it was during it. Um, when he was making the... Or Writing the song, I can't remember if she was was in the music video. Okay, so she died right after. Yeah, she died right after.
1: I mean, it's crazy that 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 song almost didn't happen. Uh, Rick Rubin, who was producing for him at the time, didn't. I mean, he asked Johnny Cash to like, he was sending him cassette, he was sending him like tapes with a bunch of songs that he wanted him to cover. Yeah. And Johnny didn't want to cover that one, so he just kept sending him that song because it was just like. I mean, it's an unlikely song for him to do, but... Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just... Wow, it just ended up being so powerful. It's yeah, it made us cry. Man. Yeah. Uh, I'll admit uh, it. I'm not yeah. afraid to admit it. It's all right. <laughs> no, you it's can, can. Like grow being <laughs> it, it, it happens. It. Well, who's yeah, on yeah. your canoe? <laughs> all
2: right. All right. <laughs> 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 Seeing it while we were talking about this, and they're bouncing them, I have um, Obviously, I... take my wife and daughter with me everywhere i go so that takes two of them oh you know i mean i am okay that is that is my (laughs) we (laughs) We don't have a wife or daughter someday you will but but i mean that that's my world right there um like famous people i'm like i'm a big rock fan you know we share the same birthday you know so there you go yeah he's a year younger than me so yeah but um you know um Probably some people aren't going to like this, but I'd like to have Donald Trump in that canoe. Yeah, Don, Don <laughs> Trump. Because I tell you what, it would definitely be interesting to say the least.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some of uh, the things that guy said, that would be so fun.
1: I'm going to Photoshop this, and it'll be on Instagram a little picture of you guys on the canoe. So we've got Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. I don't know if I'll oh, Photoshop your family on there, but
2: let's.
1: Uh, you, so you three, want me to pick non family then? Probably like public figures, I think, or something.
2: Okay, public figures. Okay, so we, we got The Rock on there. We got Trump. Um, the Rock. The Rock and Trump. That would be that's interesting. It's a good start. Let's put Johnny Cash on there. Oh, oh hell yes. yeah. Um, God, you yeah, know, it's hard. You know what I mean? Because I, I try not to idolize. You know, it's yeah, just, yeah, that's fair. Um, but like influential people in my life, I mean, but you wouldn't be able to put it in a picture, you know, because it'd be my grandfather and my dad. I mean, those are the two most influential people I've ever had. I mean, they they molded me to who I am. Mm-hmm. But, um, God, that's a tough one. Um, Should have gave me this beforehand. I mean, thought <laughs> I'd be <laughs> it's really. Just, it's like, oh, no, what's, what's not cool? too, what's d- not, not too deep? Know? It's just like, man, who would I want? You know, John Wayne. Who's going to
1: sit next to me on the canoe? You know? I put John Wayne on the canoe. Okay. Yeah. Big John Wayne guy, right here. Yeah. But, but you know, you got to have somebody that's funny. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. what you. Yeah, that's what you're missing. That's a little puzzle piece that's out of there. Yeah. Donald Trump is. kind I of actually immediately realized yeah, Trump is actually. He's kind of
2: funny. a comedian. Himself, yeah, pretty much a comedian. Let Trump be Trump, man. That, that's that's <laughs> the best part. It's just like you just don't know what's gonna happen. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. just that. That's what people don't like, and it's like that's the interesting thing. You yeah, don't know what he's gonna, what, gonna do. It may be stupid, so but it's funny. Yeah. But um, oh man, I don't know. Um, Tom Osborne. That's a good one. That is yeah. a good one, actually. You know, wow. Doctor Doctor Tom, yeah, I'm a big Husker football fan. All right, so we got who we got. The so we right. got
0: Donald Trump, Tom Osborne, Tom Osborne, Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> That's a good, combo. good canoe, right? and I like that. Now we just gotta pick the, pick the fifth. Huh? No, you're done. You're oh, the fifth. you said oh i I'm oh, the the There, the there you go. You filled the canoe. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right,
1: next segment, you ready? Uh, next segment, rapid-fire questions.
0: Do you want to go first? It's or up you want to you. Me? What do you
1: prefer? We never talk about this beforehand. It's always starting I'll, 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 I'll like go this. last, actually. you go last? Yeah. you think yours are more important than mine? Or?
0: Not at all. Okay, all right. No.
1: Uh, favorite Metallica song? Seek It, Destroy. Squat or deadlift? Squat. Well, so Best nice. restaurant in Kearney.
2: Cunningham's Ooh. on the Lake best lift for firefighters or exercise best lift for firefighters Twister's. uh that's that's a good one <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was surprised you say pistols <laughs> yeah not. um probably be something push-pull probably oh god that's a tough one um Let's just say bench upper bench, body strength's good.
1: Yeah. Um. Whoa, I put best restaurant Carney twice. My goodness, really, this is what happens. Are you, when I are are you hungry? <laughs> A little bit. He's thinking about food. A little bit. Um, let's just go. Uh, Gatorade or Powerade? Uh,
2: Powerade. Okay. No sugar.
0: Are you done? Is that it?
2: I'm done. All right, go my turn.
0: John. And so it begins. <laughs> <laughs> What is uh, your favorite cheat meal, considering you cheat meals sometimes?
2: My favorite cheat meal would have to be a steak quesadilla from Cunningham's on the lake. Or actually, oh, no, 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 okay. shrimp, shrimp quesadilla from Cunningham's oh, shrimp. on the lake. That's quesadilla.
0: pretty good, yeah. I like that. Ideal vacation spot. The lake. The lake? Harlan Lake. Yeah, a simple man, I like it. What's your favorite beverage?
2: Favorite beverage, Black Rifle Coffee. Yes. I am a coffee drinker. I drink <laughs> a pot a sponsor. every... <laughs> yeah. Not Yeah. That's right. There we go. See? You yeah. could ad-lib that's that in awesome. every one of these. I like that. But yeah, every morning, pot of Black Rifle coffee.
0: Okay. That's awesome. What's your favorite CrossFit movement? Favorite CrossFit movement. Uh, laying on the floor when it's done. <laughs> <laughs> that could be considered a movement.
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm Since you uh, got me going on the GHDs, I mean, I've been doing those every single day. I walk in the gym, I go oh, over and do yeah. GHDs, you know. Um, that is a good one. You know, that's a good answer. Yeah, maybe someday you'll actually see a six pack. I don't know. You know, <laughs> John, I won't drink one, but I'll John, wear John, one, Johnny, I guess. It's on its
0: way, man. It's on its way. All right, last question. ready? Yep. Favorite CrossFit coach? Oh, you would do that. <laughs> yeah, <I
2: would.
1: laughs> That's a reoccurring question from Josh. I don't know why. Do but... <laughs> a little validation from the
0: You know, be honest. You know, you know, be honest.
2: Well, I tell you what, between you, Dakota, and Trevor, that that's, that's hard. I mean, you all have your strengths. It's, yeah. Which true. you do. I mean, it, it is, you know. I mean, it's like I told you. I mean, you remind me of that. <laughs> I can't remember the movie, but... Uh, where all the couples go to that resort or whatever, you know. Oh, I remember you telling me. Yeah, about and it's this. got the yeah. dude with the it's got the dude with the long hair and it's like all <laughs> ripped and stuff, and the way he's talking, like, yes, it's like, oh, it's Josh. Josh, will basically to grow my hair out so I can be that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, but you guys are always all full of energy, you know, and positive. It just, it's hard. That is. That is a hard question. It's not a very they, fair question, is it? And it's hard. You know what? Because, I mean, I love all three of you guys. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the three of you guys. Oh, okay. That's really nice of you. Actually. You know, but there's some guys in the gym, you know, that early on, I mean, I went in there like, what did I sign up for? <laughs> you know, I'm just like very intimidated. Yeah. And people like Tom Cross and. Oh, yeah. And Paulzer, you know, and, and well, Benny, backdraft. That that was his name when he was a fireman before he became a cop. Really? Uh, yeah, they nicknamed him Benny Back. That's awesome. So, yeah, couldn't handle his fireman, so he had to go be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know I mean like those guys took me under their wing and stuff you know and that that meant something you know right and but it's like I said that five thirty group since we're gonna start seeing you there I mean it's it's its own special group yeah, I mean I told it, you it I really right
0: is. I'm with that group. I have to wake up now.
2: But I mean it's like I said the. Carney crossfit <clears throat> reminds me of the fire department so much just just that feeling of belonging and, and, and hey come with me you know what And we're gonna do this and yeah. but like matt dobish i mean i tell you what i mean that, that's my schoolmate you know what i mean we, <laughs> both, we both that's what trevor calls us because we you know we oh, partner up every cute. morning but i, I mean that. but it's funny you know because we didn't really know each other until then you know now, now. he's your mate. yeah you know but it's just it's just crazy, you know, I mean everybody's cra- pa- paths cross. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Oh yeah. That's but just a good way to connect. All uh, right, you don't even have to answer the question. I uh, I think a better question would be what's Josh's
1: biggest weakness as a coach? uh Oh. Josh Expose big, me, John. His biggest weakness as a
2: coach?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Colton's he's drooling right now. <laughs> he's I
2: would uh, he's love he's to drooling. hear this. Yeah height I don't know I mean, <laughs> I'll take it I'll take it I mean <laughs> that's the only you, thing oh that's fine you do a great job I mean you're, you're positive you motivate people I mean you know you you guys do I mean you walk around you're watching everybody I mean that's the thing I mean I've tried lifting for years and it's hard when you it's like oh what program am I gonna do or you know yeah. this yeah. so I don't have to think about it you know I just show up and I do what I'm told it's kind of like the fire department—you just show up and do what you're that's told. That's a lot of life, actually. Mm. But you know, I mean, it just, yeah. I mean, something, and plus, it make it keeps my wife, my wife happy. I mean, because yeah. for three years she's been trying to get me in there, and so then she finally did. Three years
0: she's been trying to get you yeah. in there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, you could have been with us for three years, John. Come yeah. on. Oh,
0: that's <clears> right. I'm glad you're here now. Yeah. I'm glad you're here now. That's awesome.
1: All right. Well, do you have anything else for John? On um, other yeah.
2: than just thank you for serving yeah. this awesome. Thank community. you so much, John.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm excited for tomorrow.
2: Trust me, I'm I'm the one that, that's thankful. I mean it, I ain't kidding you. I mean I, I go to work every day and you know, they just I don't even know how to describe it. But yeah. when you go to work every just like when you go to work at CrossFit, you truly love your job. Yeah. So it's not really working. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, you guys understand that. Yeah. I mean true. that's the cool thing, you know, but when I moved to Kearney I didn't know anybody and because of that fire department it just the doors that it's open to the people that i met i mean if somebody's struggling to meet people not dating wise but if you're struggling to meet people join the fire department you know right. what i mean it's like it, it's a sense of community and you get to meet a bunch of fun crazy i shouldn't say crazy but maybe a little bit yeah <laughs> you, yeah most normal people don't go running into a burning house but, yeah but, but,
0: That's what I was thinking. Oh, no, that's awesome, John. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for serving us as a firefighter. Uh, We do need one word before we end this, though. It doesn't matter what word. We need one word. Okay. One word. Any word. One word. (laughs) One word. (laughs) One word. Just one wait that's not your word are you saying that as your word or are you asking
2: one word i don't know is it oh man <laughs> 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 oh no oh um, i don't know thank god i don't know
0: all right i, mean, that, I like that's, it I'll, yeah
2: uh, thank god guns, <laughs> guitars, guitars, and barbells. And barbells.
0: there
1: you go good night
2: <laughs>